0: You are now entering the world of blissful living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous. Rochelle Marie Lawson.
1: Hey, 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 everyone. It's the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. I know it's been a little bit of a minute since you've seen me on the Blissful Living podcast, but here we are. I have a fabulous guest today, um, and we're just going to cut up like you know how I like to do it. But before we get started with all of that, and I tell you about the fabulous guest, let me take care of some household business. So, first of all, I want to thank sponsors All Day Cable Incorporated at All Day Cable Inc. They are a premier premier sponsor. They're a uh, network tele network distribution company specializing in telecommunications installation, uh, located in San Jose, California. Service the western region of the United States. It's a woman-owned, minority-owned business, and they've been in business since 1989. If you have a need or, you know, a company, small, medium, or large corporation that needs some assistance with making sure that they and their employees can communicate effectively around the world via telecommunications, then you definitely want to give All Day Cable a call or check them out. And you can go to alldaycableinc.com to check them out. Our next sponsor I want to thank is Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living the number four, the letter you.com. As you know, Blissful Living for You is all about helping you to balance the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can not only have, but step into living your dream life. And when those pillars are balanced, you absolutely become unstoppable. So if you are looking to see how you can circumvent the season's challenges with all the good food that might be out there that you want to eat or all the libations that you want to indulge in and you don't want to pack on that extra love handle, so to speak, then you want to check out blissful living for you. Or um, if you just want to get your mind right and be peace, joy and be able to come through the holiday season or whatever season it is for you um, with grace and ease and happy and joyful moments of laughter, then you want to check out Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living. the number for the letter U.com. Okay, so now that we've taken care of some business, let me tell you a little bit about the guest. Now, if you've been following me, you know that I have the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Women's Summits, and they've been happening around the U.S. this year. But this particular lady fits the aspect of bold because she is known as the boldness coach, and her name is Venice Johnson. She's a phenomenal lady. She was at the event in San Francisco where we had an amazing time, um, just celebrating and supporting each other. And so, I've talked enough about Venice, I want to bring her on so she can tell you all about herself, and we're gonna get into some good, really good conversation. So, Venice, welcome <laughs> to the <Most laughs> Living Podcast, girl. How you doing?
2: <laughs> hey, Rochelle. Hey, <laughs> you know I am doing fabulous. Good. Huh?
1: I said, you know, I'm a mess. So, um, <laughs> no, you already know. So tell the audience about you and, um, what the boldness coach, what is the boldness coach and what, what, what do you do with regards to stepping into that beautiful queen title?
2: Thank you. So everyone, so hi, I am just super excited to be here. It's like Christmas morning. I've been waiting all week for this podcast interview. So let's get into it. So my name is Vanise Johnson, and I am known as the Boldness Coach, and I help women to be bold, big, and bad, and live a life of no permission needed. And what bold stands, what bold, big, bad stands for, it's actually acronyms that mean something. Bold means becoming out loud daily. That has to do with you stepping into your authenticity, the authenticity of who you are every day and in every way. We are an evolution. So, so just really owning that. Next is big, building in your genius. We all have been given at least one gift, Rochelle, one gift that can create an abundance life for us. So if you just step into that gift and building your genius around that gift, your life could change exponentially. And BAD stands for blessed and deserving. Each one of us here is blessed. If you are upright, you walking, got your mind right to a degree, <laughs> and if you are among the living you are blessed and deserving because you were brought here to this place to this moment in time you know appointed just for you for something for you to contribute to the world so you are deserving of all of the greatness and the goodness that comes with that opportunity
1: Oh my goodness I love that see you all I tell you I'm bringing um some home run grand slam hitters to the show and um, it's all divinely connected. I, if we had time, I would go into the story of how me and Vanise actually met. But it was divine connection, and from that moment, um, it has been absolutely beautiful. The synchronicity and synergy that we have, and and mm-hmm. you know her friend, her friend that she brought to the event have is just amazing. You couldn't, if I went out to seek someone like this, I would have it would it would take a lifetime. But when things are divinely orchestrated, then you are able to create beautiful symphonies together. And so it's my pleasure to bring Venise to you all because I want her to share with you all about boldness, being big, bad, and bold, not only what they stand for, but the essence of what that means to us women. So I'm jumping right in, Venice and I want you to, to share with um, the, the viewers and the listeners out there, when it comes to stepping in, to really actually realizing that you want to be bold. What do people come to you and say or reveal when they're ready to uh, experience you helping them with the boldness part of, of your coaching?
2: Yeah. So typically when women come to me and they are ready to step into their boldness, it's because they're unhappy with their life, Rochelle. So they're either overworked and not making enough money. They're either being pulled in multiple ways by family members and they find themselves not having enough energy um, and even time to step in and live the life that they want to live. They are stunted with their personal growth because they've been giving so much of themselves to everybody else. And at the end of the day, they realize that their life is not fulfilled. They're unhappy. There may be stress in their life. They may have put on some extra love handles, but they really have their confidence has shrunk, and they really don't have the muscle, the courage muscle to go forth in their life. so they they come to me and they're asking for support to help them to really build that courage muscle for them to, you know, ha- step into self-awareness so they can really see what's happening in their life. and they can then choose, to take a position to move themselves to the next level of becoming who they really are truly meant to be.
1: Wow. I love that. Um, you opened up something for me and I, I, I want to explore this a little bit. So when these women that come to you um, are basically, I want to say at a crossroads in their life, where they're realizing some things. Do you get women of all ages? Is there an age range? Is there a specific age or quote unquote decade of women that come to you when they're at this crossroads?
2: Yeah, typically the women that come to me are in their late 40s up to 62. And and here's why this is really interesting because, you know, when, and I went through this and so what I work with my clients and share them, share with them is from a place of experience, you know, myself, you know, out there looking and seeking resources, seeking support, but more importantly, seeking other women like me that were going through challenges during that period of their lives. When I got to be about 46, 47, you know, I started really questioning you know, just a lot of things that were happening in my life. And of course, coming up to that age of 50, right? I was like, okay, is this what life will look like when I get past 50? You know, is, am I still going to have these kind of experiences and situations? Is, is this what is all for me? So it I, had, I was just asking a lot of questions. And so then as I navigated through those different phases of my life, I found that at each phase between that 47, you know, up until mid fifties now, is that there still was more growing to do. And I still was experiencing situations and not having that support system, that network, or having that impartial person, you know, who could be able to help me to peel the layers back. And then as I work with clients beyond in the mid 50s and their 60s, a lot of those clients that I find, the women that come to me, they have given so much to their families, to their friends, to their careers. They are approaching retirement and they're like, listen, I've had enough. I'm done. And by that time, some of them have grandkids and they're like, I am not going to replay this again in my life, you know, (laughs) from kids to grandkids, that I now finally am going to have the time for myself. So it's that age range where women are really getting clear and clarity in their life and stepping into saying, I want to be audacious and how I'm living my life going forward.
1: I love it. Um, so many times I've heard in the past with with people coming, particularly that age range, well, I don't need anything or, you know, um, I'm fine. And these are, the, or, you know, I'm good or I know what I want to do or girl, I'm getting ready to retire. i ain't trying to look, do nothing else. Or you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. but it's those same women that are very inquisitive about, well, how are you doing this? And, you know, how can you be all over the place and, you know, do this and, you know, you know, you're different than me, right? You're different. I don't have the courage. Mm -hmm. I don't have the courage or the other thing. I don't have the courage to admit to myself that I really want to do something other than to be the caretaker for everybody in my family. And now that I'm an empty nester, now I'm just taking care of my husband or whatever, or my significant other, I don't have the courage to say, you know what? I want to take care of myself. I want to do what I want to do first. Mm -hmm. Have you had any instances with women like that approaching you, um, Mm -hmm. not realizing or being, as they talk to you, awakened to the fact that um, they
2: really do? desire more. They're just afraid to admit it. You know, Rochelle, the the thing that I I think is really important, you know, to point out is that in, in several conditionings, we're all conditioned, you know, to respond a particular way around certain experiences in our lives. That conditioning has been handed down to us from family members, from friends, from society, from the culture. So no wonder we walk around with those immediate responses in our heads because when you are surrounded you know, by people that continually feed that to you and that's their experience that they're pouring onto you because they want to have the comfortability of people like them around them, no wonder you come up with canned responses. We're Um, we're also um, connected to trauma bonds. Some of us, and I'm just gonna say myself at some point in life, right? Some of us are so used to to drama, to trauma, until we don't know what it's like to operate outside of that. So it's hard (laughs) for us to see ourselves outside of traumatic situations. I think we Mm -hmm. all can be reflective and think about, we have some people in our lives, maybe a girlfriend, a family member, Every time we see them, there's always some drama popping, every time. And they pull us in, they just, they just pull us on in, and we just go right on in, nose first, <laughs> into the drama, and it drains us from really being able to see what's possible for us. Another area is victim stories. Listen, we wouldn't we need a whole other podcast, you know, for that. <laughs> but victim stories, a lot of women are just attached to the victim story. I, you know, I work so hard at my job, you know, I can't never get ahead at my job. You know, I keep meeting the same old type of man over and over again. Ain't no good men out there. So I'm just going to stay by myself. What's the point of, of working to be better when, you know, nothing's going to change? Nothing's going to happen. Oh, I can't afford that. You know, so I'm just going to stay over here. Oh, that's your life over there. and And you got a husband. That's why you can do all those things, you know, mm-hmm. or you didn't grow up like I grew up. So a lot of people, women have victim stories that they have subscribed to and created operative operative narratives that they're running their lives from. And then Mm. the last thing that I'll say is success intolerance. A lot of women have success intolerance. Every time they get to particular points where they're on a success trajectory, then they will do something to sabotage that level of success or the continuation of the success. So they'll only get so far. So those are the things that I want women to really be mindful of as they are, you know, tuning in live as they're catching the replay on this. Do you fit into any of those categories? And you have to be honest and tell yourself the truth. And sometimes people might not want to tell themselves the truth, Rochelle. And one way that you can really recognize the truth in your life is to look at your current reality. Mm. Your current reality tells the whole story. Every area of your life, your finances, your relationship, your career, your health and wellness, your mental stability, your spiritual walk. If you just take a moment and really look at every of those areas and tell yourself the truth. Listen, it's an awakening.
1: Wow. I love it. I love what you share with context of all the different excuses people make, how they come to you. This is another question I want to ask you. It's regards to those that are in their sixth decade, sixth decade of life. And you know, some of them are approaching retirement or, uh, you know, that aspect of like, well, I've already done something. I, you know, don't want to do anything, um, but I really would like to do something. You know what I mean? They come, they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at the uh, Brave Bold and Unstoppable Women's Summit that we had in San Francisco, I had invited some ladies that had retired that I knew and they're like, oh, well, that's for you young girls or that's for, um, you know, You know, I'm already set. But these are the same ladies that told me I wish there was something I could do. I've been retired or, you know, I have this passion or I Mm -hmm. want to do something. Mm -hmm. I wish it was something Mm -hmm. I could do. But when I invited them to come, they they shunned it away because they felt that they were Mm -hmm. either beyond that point to make a change in their life or that it was for a Mm -hmm. younger genre of women. What do you say to those women? Um, because I think sometimes they're the ones that really need to be bold and uh, and they're not. So what do you yeah. say to those?
2: You know, for women that are in the sixth de- sixth decade of their life in your 60s, listen, you are still among the living. There is so much life for you to live. And now you've really earned the right to do and live the life that you have so richly earned to live on your own terms. And it's important to get out of the complacency of the circle of people and other women that are in their 60s that walk that talk in in that same way that you are thinking. Oh, that's for you young people. Oh, I don't have the energy to do that, baby. I'm just going to sit down. I'm retired (laughs) now. I ain't going to do nothing. I'm just going to sit here and watch TV every day, you know, and catch up on the news. And then, Then when you see them, they complain to you about all the craziness going on in the world. Right. That's why I stay in the house. So it's important for you to shift your circle, you know, when you are in retirement or approaching it, you know, to be around women that reflect the life that you continually want to be engaged in, that reflect the life that you see yourself stepping into. And let me tell you something. I know some bad to the bone women in their 60s. And they give me a run for my money. They're at the gym working out at the gym, toning their muscles so that they don't get osteoporosis. You know, I see women in their sixties at the gym that um, walk every morning. When I'm out on the walking trail in the morning, those women give me a run. They be, they, their energy is up there. That's They're fun. smiling. They say, "Good morning." Yeah, they be getting it. They smile. It's like they're happy, happy to be in the day. So they're out there and they have friends with them that they walk, even if they have a walking stick. You know, they have their walking stick. Some of them have their headsets on. Some of them walk at a slower, slower pace. You know, sometimes they stop me on the trail and they say, good morning. It's so great to see you out here this morning. And they say, it's great to be out here. I know some women in their 60s just wrote their first book just wrote their first book i have a and i'll give you an example i have a client who's in her 60s that just relocated to i think she's in she's in henderson henderson um nevada right outside of las vegas and she came to me it took her 6 years for us to work together and when she came to me she had some still broken pieces from her childhood that she was still operating from that narrative in her head Um, That she wasn't good enough, that she wasn't worthy. And she was taking care of her mom, her elderly mom. She was also navigating from past comments made, you know, uh, from her mom about situations that she inherited to be, well, maybe mom is talking about me. So she was operating from that. She also was operating from a place of, I really can't enjoy my life, even though I'm taking care of a family member because I'm obligated to do that. So she had really put on like a coat, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that story, those narratives that she was carrying. And so by the time we got together, she was exhausted. She was like, I am so tired of living my life this way. I really want something new and next for myself. And I am willing to push myself to the next level so that I can be able to just access a little bit. And she saw me again six years ago before she worked with me. And she said she always admired my energy and how I show it up. And she was just like, I want a little, just a little bit of that. So now fast forward, we worked together and she started, re- we started having those really personal conversations, peeling the layers back Rochelle. This woman went on to become a speaker So she signed up for a national speaking program and she got herself out there, started telling her story. She started stepping up at her job before she retired. She started taking ownership of her career and started stepping up to be more present in her career. And people were opening the doors for her to facilitate company meetings and group conversations with staff. When she left that job, she retired, sold the, her, the, the home that of her mom. She sold that family home and took the cash, relocated to another location in the state. And she bought herself a house. And she is just living this life rich and full. She's entertaining people in her home. Um, it, it's just really amazing to see her thrive. And she is just so happy till it's giddy when I talk to her. So it's so possible that even if you're in your sixties, that there's just so much more life waiting for you, but you have got to give yourself permission to step in it, release it, own it, do the work and enjoy it.
1: Oh, I love it. I love that story because so many times I've heard, you know, that, oh, I'm done or whatever. And I don't think what women understand at that age is that that's when your life really truly begins because you can make it all about you. When I was nursing in the emergency department, I had a 94 year old lady that was having a heart attack and her family was all around her and she, they were all spastic and she was just this cool, calm and collected. She said, all I need is a shot of Jack Daniels. I'll be okay. And then I asked her, cause she looked amazing. I asked her, what was her key to longevity? Mm-hmm. She said, when you retire, when you get in your sixties, don't retire from life. Continue living yeah. your life. Now is the time. That is the time that you can actually start living your life for you. Yes. So don't retire yes. from life. You may retire from your job, but don't retire from life. And go out and do whatever it is you your heart's desire that you always wanted to do. Because the golden years, as they call them, is definitely your golden time of life. And I was like, really? She said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, the other thing is surround yourself mm-hmm. with young people, honey. Because young people will keep you young. I'm you. They keep you in the you know you. Know while playing and everything. So when your grandkids and your great grandkids come around and they start talking, you know exactly what they're talking. They're not talking in cold. Talking and I was like, <laughs> oh my, but she was so, like, and she's 94. She ended up doing very well and getting discharged that wow. night. But it was like uh, her wow. energy and everything was that of a youthful person. So now here, I want to ask you this. Sure. With regards to the younger set. The younger set, what mm-hmm. would you say to them about being stepping into their boldness in and, and, and um let me rephrase this, sophisticatedly stepping into their boldness because we know some of the some of the um let me see uh things that are happening in the world with regards to mm-hmm. how women are being reflected in various industries. So these younger these yeah. younger ladies need to know um about boldness, but there's a way to be bold mm-hmm. without being raunchy so to speak, if
2: you know what I mean, what would you say to those gals? You know what, what I would say is and i'm I'm saying this from a place of experience. I looked at some older photos of myself when I was in my twenties in my thirties and even in my early forties and but I saw a shell of myself when I reflected on those photos because what I saw was a woman who was becoming you know young lady becoming into her womanhood. I saw myself reflecting what other people thought I should be. I saw myself responding to what, what other cultural norms that were out there that made other people comfortable. And I could see parts of me, there was a little boldness trying to come out. And then there were other parts of me where the conservative that made other people comfortable was, you know, trying to hang on to me. And when, one of the things that I learned, and I didn't learn this until I got into my early 50s, right? I'm in my, my mid-50s, close to my mid-50s. But what I learned was it's important that you know who you are, despite of what's going on around you, despite, you know, what the culture is saying that you should be, and what the collective saying that you should be, you have to really stop young lady, and look in the mirror and start to ask yourself, you know, what are some things that are important to you? Start to get clear about your values. And look at how you honor yourself. Because that's the most important, you know, pathway to really stepping into your boldness. And it was funny, because I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and I remember in my, you know, in my early dating years, I wouldn't take a, I wouldn't take a crap off guys. I, (laughs) (laughs) and I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Bye. And I wouldn't do that because I was really getting clear about who I was and what was important to me. So I was really in competition with becoming my best self. And if you couldn't add to that, I didn't have time for that. I didn't have time for you. So I think it's really important to look in the mirror at yourself. How do you like your hair? What hairstyle do you like, you know, on you? You know, how do you like your makeup? If you wear makeup, do you like a lot? Do you like little? And you really have to try things out when you're not having to go out any place and see how does it make you feel? How does it make you look? You know, the same thing with clothes. What's your body type? You know, and really honoring and acknowledge your body, what looks best on your body type. You know, so you really have to, you know, kind of have time to, and personal time and one-on-one time with yourself to start asking these questions and peeling the layers back. And then you also look at how the world responds to you based on how you show up. And it's not about you trying to get people to like you per se, but is the world responding to you in the way that you see yourself? If you see yourself as this progressive woman that is out there about to shake the world up, do people are people giving you the level of respect for that? Or are you seeing yourself like you every time you go someplace, you got to be uh, overdoing it. You know, you got to, you know, step into the room and stomp your floor stomp your foot on the floor. Or if you got to be loud and obnoxious for people to give you attention. You know, you have to really look at what's reflecting back to you in your life if and if what's reflecting back is what you want. And the last thing uh-huh. I'll add to that, Rochelle, is that think about the future of where you're going, because all of your actions that you do right now as a young woman, they are the pathway that are leading you to the direction of where your future is going. It doesn't mean that you can't shift on that. You can, your shift may be harder than it really needs to be, depending on the pathway that you're taking, but everything that you're doing up until this moment is leading you directly into a future that you may or may not want. And you have to ask yourself those questions.
1: Wow. Wow. So we've covered from the older ladies, the younger girls and everybody in between. Now, my very last question for you is with regards to stepping in, to boldness, um, being unstoppable with stepping into boldness. Can you give Mm -hmm. in 30 Mm -hmm. seconds or less um, two things that lady and any ladies of any age of that spectrum from the 20s to the 80s can do to really Mm -hmm. step in and being uh, to really step in to be
2: unstoppable with their boldness? Mm -hmm. So the way that you can be unstoppable with your boldness is to number one, tell yourself the truth tell yourself the truth. Your your, your real, reality mirrors back to you exactly what the truth is. And the second thing you can do is to get into self-actualization. This is where you're actually experimenting in your life, the direction or the truths that are new and next for you. So self-awareness, tell yourself the truth, self-truth. I added the self-awareness, self-truth and mm-hmm. self-actualization. Step into becoming who you were meant to be. Try it out. And I guarantee you, you're going to find what works for you.
1: I love it. I love it. And so how can anyone watching, listening to us want to, um, you know, want to explore more with uh, becoming bold? How can they connect with you?
2: So you can go to theboldnesscoach.com. So theboldernesscoach.com, uh, venicejohnson.com. I am on IG, The Boldness Coach. Um, I'm also on Facebook, The Boldness Coach. I'm on LinkedIn, Venice Johnson. I'm on TikTok, The Boldness Coach. So you just type in The Boldness Coach, ta-da, here I am.
1: Oh, I love it. So there you have it, everyone information about how you can step in to be in bold. And fellas, you can listen to this too because there's information and always wisdom in there for you as to how you can support that woman in your life that's ready to step out and be bold and unstoppable and create the life that she desires to live and the life that she desires to have. So thank you, Vanese Johnson, for being a guest on the Blissful Living podcast. It has been amazing. I knew our topic was going to be Impactful and powerful, and I knew our time was gonna go really quickly. So, thank you so much. Because when we have when girlfriends get together and have conversations, there's some good <laughs> things that happen, and we just can't stop, right? So, thank you so much. We just I, can't stop. You. I love you. Um, and there's more to come, so for sure. And then, to all of you listeners, viewers, thank you all. Because without you guys, the show would not have been possible to be around going out now, 11 years, getting ready to go into the 12th year. So thank all of you. Please share the show with everyone you love and care about. It's on YouTube and all the podcast avenues that you could possibly think of. So the more you share the show, the more we can disseminate this information out to women and very smart men that we can really, really come together and create co-energy of harmonization to change the world, to make it a better place. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. To our sponsors, All Day Cable Incorporated, thank you for being a sponsor of the show since its inception. I appreciate you. If you have a need for telecom installation, check them out at alldaycableinc.com. To Blissful Living For You, thank you for being a sponsor of the show as well. And all of you that are looking to amplify your wellness, wisdom, and wealth, please go check out Blissful Living For You at blissfulliving4theletteru.com. The and there's a special quiz that you can take on the site to find out exactly what your body type and your mindset might be that might help you to identify how you can move forward with being bold and reaching out to Vanice for some assistance with that. So again, thank all of you for listening and watching. Please share the show with everyone you love and care about, even people you don't like, because you know sometimes that might change, change they change them and you might be getting to liking them. So anyway, share the show with everyone. And I appreciate you. I'm Rochelle Marie Lawson, known as the Queen of Feeling Fabulous. And until next time, I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your spirit. Go out and be bad, bold, and unstoppable. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now.
0: Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on blissfulliving 4 Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.